Welcome into second down right here on ESPN Radio. Christian Gokel alongside the amped up, big game ready. Let's go. PJ Zuka. PJ, you got a Friday night off. Which, what are you going to do with your life? Which big games are we talking about? There's big games everywhere, man. I mean. Well, I mean it's playoff football time. Hey, it's talking about Friday, Saturday. Saturday, I have college football and playoff high school football. Man. I mean, I'm, ta- I'm, I'm talking about North Carolina Pitt. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that's what I'm ready for. That Well, it's too bad because it only, already happened. The only Penn State game. <laughs> the, the only. Uh, see, I can't even say that without saying Penn State. Did you catch any of the, I'm assuming no, North Carolina Pitt game last night? Yeah, I don't care about Pitt, but I mean. Might be the two. They won, good for them. Might be the two first quarterbacks off the board. <clears throat> Sam Howell and Kenny Pickett. When when are you when are you basing that? Like, uh, if you would have said that preseason, I would have been like, okay, it's up in the air, whatever. You know, may, may, maybe if they both have great seasons. But, but now, Kenny Pickett, maybe. If someone like takes a chance. Oh no, I I I think NFL scouts are blaming all of the bad things that have happened to Sam Howell on the rest of his team. Like Sam, the rest Howell, of his team's not great. Sam like, Howell I'm not last saying... night in a losing effort was 22 of 33 for 296 yards and two touchdowns. You still think that they're gonna? Sam Howell's really good. I'm not saying he's bad. I think he's a he's a top 15 pick. How many quarterbacks are ahead of him though? I mean, that, that's that's my thing. I, I don't know. We were talking about this. Who's the best quarterback that's draft eligible this year? I don't know. Like, I think that's the issue. Be, but do, it was do, supposed does someone to be take, Spencer Rattler. Right, of course. But does, does someone take a, a flyer on – not even a flyer. Like, it's, does someone take a Matt Corral before him? You know uh, what I mean? Because because you look at you know the success that Corral has had up against – you know, the up-and-down season that I, Sam I think Howell it, I think has it might had. be this guy right here, Car- Carson Strong from Nevada. Oh, sure. Oh, he's I'm, the, I'm sure. He's the yeah. Justin Herbert of this draft class where he's like – Right. Or I guess maybe the better way to put it is – Because Nevada is the same as Oregon. Well, no, I, I was going to say, I guess the better way to put it uh, is the Trey Lance maybe of this draft class. Yeah, but Nevada yeah. is FBS, but dude's like 6'4", right. 6'5", six, six, has a cannon for an arm. He's the prototype that doesn't play for the big school. Mm-hmm. But I think Kenny Pickett, I think Sam Howell. I mean, Matt Corral's kind of hit some some struggles and a little bit of the injury bug. Malik Willis, a lot of people thought he might be the first quarterback off the board. Yeah. He's kind of hit a wall a little bit. So I've been very surprised to see the types of interceptions that he's thrown this year with, with some of his highlights and, and some of the big games. That he, even uh, when they took on Ole Miss and, and had a chance for the upset there, that, that last throw, that interception, just a head-scratcher, man. So, yeah, I think – probably see him drop a little bit but I, I don't know we'll see I, I think this is makes it exciting for the NFL football well maybe more stressful for the NFL football fans more exciting for hmm. the college football fans who who want to see some some craziness in everywhere right I mean because we love chaos why not have some chaos in the NFL draft and not have that surefire this guy's definitely gonna one the Heisman is definitely gonna go number one. Oh, I don't even want to talk whatever. about the Heisman because who knows? I think it's probably Bryce Young and everyone else. But yeah, for no, sure. I just, I, was, I, I just think like top five top five quarterbacks going off the board is gonna be yeah. fun to watch in the NFL draft. Well, I do want to hit some things we haven't had a chance to hit so far this week. I mean, we get our hour every day to get on here and talk because we got to get out of the way for the big show. Oh god, we got to wait for the big show over right? there and uh, with three and out. But did you get a chance to listen to the Bo Davis? Audio, the Texas defensive line coach. Yeah, I don't even know who that is, so no. You haven't heard this yet. No, I, I haven't. I haven't heard a lot, man. I've been. Look, that it's been a grind. That this puts week. me in an, a precarious situation because 
it's a pretty not safe for work rant. Uh, okay. It was following their 30 to seven loss to Iowa State, Texas again, Texas defensive line coach, right. and a player. Which this is my first problem with this entire situation is a player recorded him, kind of berating the entire team. Yeah. And again, there's a lot of mfers. I can imagine. This, but I mean, the the statement basically is some of you mother bleepers need to hit the transfer portal. Huh. And he says, he said, I got my butt kicked tonight. Like he says, I got my butt kicked tonight. That's the defensive line coach saying it. Yeah. He basically just goes off on a 45 second to a minute long. I don't even want to call it a tirade. Cause like he had like that, that sound in his voice, like the emotion in his voice. Like you could tell he was like so emotionally invested in it that like he was like a 300 pound man on the verge of tears. Yeah. Like, right. So like it's Not been good. like a, it's been like a case of two things. I know Dan Wolken on his Twitter came out and said, first thing I noticed is a grown man calling kids mfers," and I was like, my first thought is like, dude, this is big time college football. That's gonna happen. It's it's big time college football, and like I do think it's very <laughs> funny that we pick and choose how we refer to people based on how it suits our narrative, yep. right? Where. When it comes to, and I'm not saying I'm against it, I'm totally for paying players, but when it comes to paying players, it's you're using adults, you have to, they're adults, you have to pay them Mm -hmm. as such, right? Oh, but when you're berating them after getting their butts kicked 30 to 7, then they're kids. Yeah. So that to me is one of the narratives that I'm like, come on now. But second, it's big time college football, and then it's big time college football in maybe the state that cares about football the most yeah so like right a couple of things from that number one i was here for everything he said because if you are a kid on there who actually cares and actually puts an effort the reason he went on the tirade i should start with this the reason he went on the tirade i don't even want to call it a tirade it was more of a, an impassioned speech is they were like kind of laughing and joking around and just goofing off on the bus on the way back <laughs> from getting their butts kicked 30 to 7 right i don't know about you i never played Power five football. Yeah. But I have played sports. And bus rides homes after losses were quiet times for reflection. Yep. It was not time to goof off. Yeah. Show your butt. Like, it, it's it's time to sit there and be quiet until you get home. And either your parents pick you up or you drive home. Like yeah. it, it, That's what time it is. And, like, you are, you are at the University of Texas playing football. I, I agreed with every word he said. No, I mean if it if it is what it sounds like, I completely agree I'll, with you. I'm gonna let you. And, I'm gonna uh, let you listen to it in the. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll listen to it some other time. Yeah. yeah, no, we're gonna listen to it in the break, and I'm gonna let you talk about it then. But right. it's uh, that was fascinating. All right, well, since you haven't heard that, and since Cam just popped in here, we're gonna shelve that conversation until the next segment. I also want to talk to you, earlier this week. Reports started coming out that a 18 playoff is off the board, and that a 12 team playoff is back as the predominant factor here as what the future of the college football playoff looks like. Now they have to get this done in the next couple of months or come to an agreement in the next couple of months, the college football playoff board of directors, which is different than the college football selection committee. The college football selection committee is made up of a bunch of different people from different schools, like athletic directors and former coaches and former players. The board of directors is a bunch of presidents and uh, chairmen and doctors and stuff like that, that actually compose the board of directors. So two different groups of people but that being said, the new playoff is still 12 teams. Top four seeds get a bye. 
but remember it was going to be the top six highest ranked conference champs get automatic bids well the big 10 and the big 12 weren't fans of that and so to appease the alliance they have made it now the top five power five plus the highest ranked g5 conference champ get the auto bids and then after that you seed out the other six and the first round would be played in home stadiums right what are what are y'all's camera joining us here what are y'all's immediate reactions to that top five power top five power five just ranked teams period No, top five power five conference champions champions. it's the the power five conference champs get auto bids right uh well i mean there's 12 teams so i i think oh no this is the thing that wasn't a very starch defense right there i think (laughs) with 12 teams it's like the more teams you get giving auto bids to conference champions isn't that big of a deal to me. Like, I if, think so. That's fine. And I, I, I'm, if you only have four teams and like, like you, can't, we, you can't do that if anyway. If we played but, it right now, Pitt would play Wake Forest for the ACC championship. Do they deserve one of the top five seeds in the country to either one of those teams? I think that's why. Are you giving them the top five seeds or are you give, giving them just a spot, just an auto bid into the 12-team tournament and then ranking discussed, it? That's discussed, but like, do they well, deserve I, to fine. automatically get in? Yeah, I don't have a problem with that. Uh, and I never. I, I do. Do you think Pitt or Wake Forest are top twelve teams in the country? It depends on right this second. I think Wake Forest has an argument. Uh, Pitt, I'm not really sure about, especially with that big loss to, to no, Western Michigan. They won, they won North Carolina last night, though. That's fine. But Western um, Michigan's a great team. See, this is this is the thing, like. <laughs> You see, you you got all these defenses built up, just ready to go, and I like. No, no, I I, I hate I hate. I know auto you do. Bids. Yeah, carry on. You hate it. I hate auto bids for sure. I I actually I, I'll be honest. I actually like it because if you look at it from a landscape of this year, uh, the Pac-12 will have a team probably go to the college football playoffs, Big Ten, Big Twelve, and SEC. All you're missing is the ACC this year. And personally, if Pitt can lose to Western Michigan and uh, they lost to somebody else, but if they could lose to Western Michigan, but uh, okay, Oregon so, could lose to three and six Stanford to get in. I'll well, hold on before before we start doing like the this if 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 you played it right now, Oregon would play Utah in the Pac-12 championship game. Oregon is six and three right now, and three or two of their losses have come out of conference. Yeah, Utah. Yeah, Utah six and three. Yeah, yeah Utah is six and three right now. If Utah beat okay. Oregon, that would mean you'd have a three loss team as one of the auto bids into the college football playoff. That's cool with me. Why is that cool with you though? I'm I'm cool with it. But why? If, if they're able to beat one of the if they're able to beat one of the top seeds, like say if Utah beat Oregon, they deserve to get in and they beat Oregon. Why why I mean uh Stanford beat Oregon. Do they deserve to be in there? Nope, it's not the conference championship. <laughs> like somebody from the <laughs> no, but somebody from the Pac twelve South has to play in the Pac-12 championship game. And yeah. they have a chance to win that game. And so from a one-off, they deserve to go. Yeah, it's always going to be flawed, man. No, it's not. Like you that, you but... literally had it perfect. Mm-hmm. You had it as the six highest-ranked conference champions get in. You, you had it. But, I mean, okay. they're still conference champions. Sure, but it, it's better than just auto bids for uh, what you want to call power five. 
Okay. Right? If it's the if it's the top six conference champs in Cincinnati and I don't know, give me another team. Uh yeah, like Boise the, State. Two, right. No, Boise State and Cincinnati both go undefeated and they're ranked higher than whoever the Pac twelve South champ that upsets Oregon is in the Pac twelve North. Right, right. They okay. would get the yeah. auto bid over Oregon. I got you. But no, uh, we're we're Pac twelve, we're Big Ten, we're Big Twelve. We want our teams to automatically get in. Right. I think that's lame. Yeah. Okay. I can see that. And like, and all it's going to do is, and I guess this usually happens anyway. All that's going to happen is you're like, oh well, we got Utah in. Like, well, Utah's are one of our top six, and they're probably going to have to play a first round matchup, and it's probably going to be against the team that like lost in the SEC championship game, and they're going to get absolutely demolished. And you're going to leave a team that was probably one of the 12 best teams in the country out. Possibly. Because of auto bids. Right. Remember, well, auto remember, bids. Well, I think that's the that's the the difference that I was missing out on the first time is is it's auto bids for the Power Five specifically, not just for any other conference champion as well. That that's a very good point. That is a very good point. That I, again, I was I was kind of overlooking the first time. Um, I like you said, if it's if it's twelve teams and if it's conference champions, there's a difference there. If you restrict it just to the Power Five, that. Of course, yeah, to me... It's, well, it's, it's the Power 5 plus the highest-ranked G5 conference champ. Yeah, but uh, you're, you're limiting it again time, to only one. How many times in the... Like, course, so what happens if uh, Cincinnati loses to Houston this year in their conference championship game? Does Houston deserve one of the top six slots in the college football playoff? Right, I don't know. They, they they've, had a pretty, they've, had, they've had a pretty dang impressive season so far, though. I mean, where they only have one or two losses, They have one right? loss right now. I mean... That's still a pretty impressive team. So, like, I don't know. I'm looking at Houston's schedule right now. They lost to Texas Tech. Outside of that, they beat Grambling State, Tulsa, Eastern Carolina, South Florida, Rice, Navy, Tulane, and I guess their best win is SMU. Yeah, not not a great schedule there. Not a great schedule there by any means. Uh, Then again, yeah. Now, I don't know. There, there, There isn't a perfect answer for it, but... I'll tell you what it does do, and I think this is the real reason behind you guaranteeing the Power 5 conference champ spots is it frees them up to schedule each other, right? If you were doing it just by toxic conference champs and, okay, all of a sudden, okay, well, if I have three losses going into this, but I'm the conference champ, maybe I don't get that auto bid, then maybe you're hesitant to go out and schedule Oklahoma's, the Ohio State's, uh, Michigan's, right? But if you know, hey, I can go out, schedule all these marquee matchups, get a home game against a top-ranked Power 5 team, and then if I just win my conference, I'm in. Even if I lose all those out-of-conference games, it doesn't matter. Yeah, you still have a chance you to can, go out and can, win those games, and that's you if those Power lose. 5 teams schedule you in the first place. Which, But why wouldn't you, right? Because you're getting a home-and-home, and what are you more likely to sell out and get better TV deals for, playing Rice or playing Georgia? Yeah, yeah, but I'm ta- are you talking about from the perspective of the fi- Power 5 team or not? Because like, Yeah, the- I'm talking about from the perspective of the Power 5 team, which is the only thing that matters in this new layout that they've put out there. Right. I, I, I don't see, like, Power 5 teams already aren't really trying to schedule, like, strong I think, non-Power I think, no, 5 teams in the first place. I think, no, I think it's kind of going the opposite way. I think you're starting to see it more. Like, Georgia in their future schedules has games against Oklahoma, Ohio State, uh, on the schedule. Oregon is on the schedule for Georgia coming up. They just got done playing Notre Dame. Uh, obviously that Oklahoma one's going to get iffy because Oklahoma just comes to the SEC, so that one's probably going to get scrapped, but you get the point. I think they saw this coming, 
And so they're saying, I can get more marquee matchups for home and homes with these teams. And so it gets a better home schedule and I can charge more for season tickets and right. I can make more money. And it literally doesn't matter. None of the out-of-conference games matter because I can lose four out-of-conference games, win my conference, and still go to the college football playoff. I think they also see that, and they say like nine times out of ten, that loss to that Power 5 team is going to be looked at as a stronger... Like if you go, But my point is it doesn't matter what it looks like. If you win your conference champion, yeah, Correct. but they're still at large bids. Like There's still those other spots that they're, they're going to have to handpick people from, and still... A, a loss to a strong Power 5 team looks better and, and has a better stigma around it than a loss to a top 10 Cincinnati because it's Cincinnati. Uh, or, think, or because it's Boise be, State. And that's why they're scheduling some sort of these punishment games. for having a crappy conference champ. Like if, if a four-loss team, five-loss team comes out of the ACC, which you think sounds crazy, but it's not that crazy, a four or five loss team comes out of the ACC and wins the conference championship, they shouldn't be an automatic bid as one of the top six teams in the country. I do think that sounds crazy, and it, it is crazy because when has that happened? Like that, that, like the the worst conference. There have there have never been auto bids, so it's never happened. I, thank you. Well, uh, the worst conference championship game I, I think we've seen record wise in the past twenty or thirty years was when UC, uh, USC was under a, a postseason ban. And six and six, UCLA played Oregon, I believe, in the Pac-12 championship game, and they got—I'm pretty sure they got rolled by Oregon because they're six and six and they're not that good. Like, I can't remember a a four or five loss team in a conference championship, let alone going or I think we've had a couple of those, but let alone going out and like almost winning it. You know, I I think it is pretty far out there. I think normally in these conference championship games, you, you have pretty strong teams that, yeah, to, they might I'm have to look at the ACC. three or four losses. But I'm trying to look at the ACC schedule. I know there was one a, a few years ago that was on the fringe. Like, it, it was not a great team by any means. And yeah, you kind of have that in the there ACC. Have been, there have been four lost teams in the ACC championship game before. Right. There have been four lost teams in the SEC championship game before. Right? Where it's just you get a bad team out of the West. I, I wonder how many wins Arkansas had when Georgia beat them in the SEC championship, right? Where it's just, I hate auto bids. That's that's where I'm at. Cam, you say you like auto bids? I actually like them, man. I but like why? auto bids. Why just, do you like auto bids? You I, haven't given I, us an answer. I like, I like chaos, so it creates a little okay, chaos. Okay, so Cam just wants to make people mad, and that's why he <laughs> likes auto bids. Yeah, I like I like being that type of guy. I like chaos, and say a, a five-loss team comes and beats a freaking 11-1 uh, team, I'm like, but they still, yeah. Even if that happens... Even if that happens, right? Say a seven and uh, seven and five team goes to a conference championship game, upsets the team they're playing on the other side of the conference, and they're eight and five. And say they win that first round of the playoff match, that still doesn't mean they deserve to be there. I don't know, man. I don't know. I like it. I like the chaos. And then that team that lost, they get an at large bid, depending on what conference they're in. They get an at large bid. But again, it's, yeah. Depending on what conference. I like you're it. In. No, I all like it is. It. I, I mean, see it. See it for what it is. It's the Power 5 flexing and saying, if y'all want us to be a part of this, you're going to give us auto bid. So even if our team sucks, we're going to be a part of it. Right, and I agree with you in that. Like, like the, the Power, it was and great. And it wasn't even the Power 5, PJ. SEC and Greg Sankey just wanted the top six conference well, champs. Fine. Yeah, but Kevin that's fine. Warren and your boys in the alliance. That's fine because they already knew, okay, we're going to have, so we're going to have what? The top, side, the top uh, six conference champs? Okay, and then we'll get, well, what was it? 
eight teams. Okay, great. Then we'll get two more SEC teams in, and we'll be fine. That's still oh, we're, we're going to move it to twelve. That's still oh, we'll, how it's going to go. Oh we'll, oh, we'll get six more SEC teams. That's, in that's still fine. how it's yeah, going to go. Be, well, yeah, of course. But, but that's a, again like another. Yeah, that's another reason why I, I think again the top six. I don't. I, I think the top six overall conference champions was a lot better than the Power yeah, Five. Yeah, that's, that's what Greg it, Sankey wanted. Pr- protecting it just for the Power Five That's what the protector college is, football is Greg ridiculous. Sankey wanted. But you're also going to have that when you have businesses and big money and all this kind of stuff making the rules. That's just the way the world no, works. No, it's but, the alliance that's but out also, here but also, selfish. Let's, I don't mind conference champions to, to a certain extent either because also like you have these conferences that – are, are looked down or have a stigma or whatever, and then you have these other conferences that are, are looked at as always great and always flawless, just like we saw with the playoff college are. football playoff committee a couple weeks ago, uh, you know, putting 15 uh, SEC teams in the back end of the top 25 for no reason. And then guess what? They all lost because they're not that good. So anyway, I think it, it, it protects oh it a little bit of – it just those conferences cannibalizing themselves and winning, but then also just still. Well, let's we got some we got some extra spots in here. Let's shove four more SEC teams in because hey, they're great. Because number thirteen lost number eleven the other day, but you know both <laughs> both are both are insanely good because they played each That's other. That's how it's gonna go. Well, That's how it's gonna go. We all know this. That's why I'm I'm, I'm fine. That's all I'm, I'm saying. saying this in the SEC. Oh, is that all you're saying? At worst, we get an at-large bid. So yep. I don't mind yeah, conference I championships. Like for 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 that reason as well. Uh, you made me so mad. It's fine. So mad. It's okay. So the, that's the what I'm here seven, for. Seven and seven pit in 2018 could have made the college football playoff. Yes, sir. Great. I'm glad you guys got what you want. This is second down on ESPN Radio. Second down on ESPN Radio is presented to you by the Uniform Source. All right, PJ, you've had a chance to listen. I'm assuming Cam's going to say no because he always says no whenever I've asked him if he's seen or heard anything. <laughs> uh, Cam, have you seen the clip that's gone viral of the Texas coach laying into some people on the bus on the way back from the game? Sure. All right. Mute your mic. Cam, mute your microphone. Actually, I'm going to mute your microphone for you. Look up <laughs> Bo Davis on Twitter. Watch the video. It's about 45 seconds long. Right now. I'm not joking. Do it right now. Watch it, Bo Davis on Twitter. Watch it and then unmute your microphone when you want to come back in. PJ, I made you watch it yeah. during the break. Right. It's on my Twitter. It's extremely not safe for work. Uh, but your initial thoughts. Uh, I, I'm going to say, like, I don't mean this for the coach himself, but that's fantastic. That's, that's good coaching. That's, that's good love. coaching. Yeah, that's, that's love. That's good coaching from, from a guy to, to the players that, that actually – like that actually took it seriously, that actually listened to it. Not who I'll say this: not whoever was recording it and posted it to Twitter yeah, and, and leaked it. That's yeah. ridiculous. I hope that kid's in the transfer portal today. Yeah. Like, or or just like not playing football anymore because obviously, like people yeah, that do that, you, especially in yeah, locker if you're, rooms if you're or whatever. Recording that, conversations that annoys, in the locker room. That's tough. Get out of there. Like, like unless, where, why are you unless, even there? Unless that's something exactly like, what he's saying. Unless something illegal is happening. Right, that's a difference. Like, unless something illegal or against, like, the standards of the university is happening and you're just recording a coach yelling at the team, yeah, you – I can't trust you. Yeah, no, not at all. Get get the heck out of here. But uh, – so there's that angle of it. Uh, I, I see think, Cam, like, nodding. Right, right. All right, I'm going to unmute Cam. I, I think – can I unmute you? Is it safe? I love all right. It. I love it. I love it. I love it. 
Like that's fired up right there. Yeah, I love it. That's what that's what um these players need, man. It's it's gotten soft. The passion and all that and more it's more social media based with some of these athletes. Yeah, I, I like that. I like that. Get in, I like when you say get in the transfer portal if you don't want to be here. I like that. I mean, Cam, you are the most recent one of us to play sports, right? Okay. I, I heard him like on the verge of tears in that, right? Like that's a coach who's fired up who actually cares about what they're doing. If you're an athlete and you're sitting there and that bothers you, I feel like he's like you're the one that he's talking to. Yeah, I mean, it, it's guys on the bus. You can hear it in the background laughing for what? Like, you should want a coach like that that actually cares about you. That's I, I, I like that. You, it's not a lot of coaches like that anymore that keep it real and tell you if you want to transfer, you know, get the heck out of here. We can go find some more players. But I mean, it, we need more coaches like that. I want to make a like shirt. That. He said, "You think this is a joke? Bleep that." Yeah, like, yeah, well, because it is again, right? Like. He's showing not only that, that, yeah, he cares about the kids and cares about, like, whether they're taking stuff seriously or not, but also, like, he said in the clip, I got my blank kicked because if if you go out and you're a defensive line coach and that defensive line gets their blank kicked all which game, I don't know how you much, did too. Which I don't know, like, if I'm the defensive lineman in there and you lost the game 30-7 to and I'm like, maybe the offense could have helped out a little bit too. Yeah, right? a little bit. Like, they could have done something. <laughs> yeah. but. Uh, but I mean, no, it, he's exactly right. And because at the end of the day, you said that's his livelihood. That that's what he does. For it. like, if if y'all keep playing like that and getting on the bus and joking around about it, guess what? I'm gonna get fired at the end of the year, if not before that. Oh, have you seen Bo Davis? So, I would not want to fire that man. I wouldn't want to fire I, him, like, but I probably. I mean, just because you don't want to fire somebody doesn't mean they don't would, get fired. I would make Kevin fire him. That's the kind of guy you send someone else in to fire him. Like you. <laughs> I, I would make Kevin fire Bo Davis. Like he's a large large human being yeah no for sure i wouldn't want to do that but but at the same time like i i wouldn't want that guy yelling at me like that either so i'm, I'm surprised it even got to that point but i don't know cam cam we would make you do it we'd make you we'd make you fire Bo no, Davis. i'm you sorry wouldn't. nah you wouldn't you heard the man's voice nah. yeah, no just the voice you, alone seen yeah. the man hold on let me put him up on nah. the screen here because this is a scary human being all right cam i'm gonna need you to go in there and talk to Bo, <laughs> <laughs> and just just let him know Nah, man, that's not happening. Nah, man, that's hey, not happening. Whatever you want, you. Hey, now nah, you're you right. My, you can have my food. You you're like Bo, you're right. You're the head coach now. Yep. Yeah. Hey, Steve. Yep. Steve, I need you to come in here. You're the defensive line coach now, Steve. You're right. Sorry. We could have scored more points. Like the linebackers could have done more. Uh, you know, for sure. Uh, you know, the quarterback could have completed a couple more passes. For sure, Bo. But sorry. I mean, you can sorry. look at Bo Davis's sorry like resume. That. The only resume you need to know: defensive line coach at Alabama during yeah, some of the national championship seasons, like right. coaching Ashawn Robinson and Jaron Reed. So. I, I mean, this dude knows, like, what good football looks like and obviously what a good locker room looks like. I can, like, deep dive and, like, you know, you go on the YouTube rabbit holes, just, like, Nick Saban philosophy and execution with his football program. Do that for, like, three hours. Like, no problem. Just watch all the YouTube videos. Bo Davis, big part of that. Video is awesome. Very not safe for work. But, I mean, if you want to watch it, it's out there. It's on my Twitter page. But, again, viewer discretion is advised. We got to take a quick break here. We'll come back. We'll get you our picks next right here on Second Down. Second down on ESPN Radio is presented to you by the Uniform Source. Christian Gokel alongside PJ Zuko and Cam Urshery. We do it every week. Don't always do it very well. Oh, I never do it well. I think we're all like within seven points of each other, so That's okay. it hasn't been that bad. Firmly at the bottom. It hasn't been that bad. I just like being 
in like seventh, just on the outside looking in. I like that. All right. Well, let's see how bad we can do this week. <laughs> Get you our picks here, all of them against the spread. And, PJ, we're starting with your team. Hey. Number six, Michigan. And you said they may be wearing the maize uniforms. I saw that one or two places. There's rumors that they might wear the maize, all maize uniforms in Beaver Stadium, which so yellow I v white. I don't know if they need some oh, sort no, of waiver to do that blue? or anything like that. Yeah. But like, I think they're different enough to where they could still yeah. count technically as an, an away uniform. But I mean, I don't know. It's weird. But either way, That's yeah, lame. Michigan favored by one and a half, right, or something like uh, that. Yeah, favored by one and a half. Yeah. Either way, let's. I'm gonna go with Penn State. Uh, I don't think. Michigan's offense is that great, and I think it's it's kind of strong versus strong or strong. I, I don't know what it is. But anyway, Penn State's defense is really dang good. Uh, our, our secondary is really dang good. We can make them uncomfortable and turn over the football a couple times, give the, uh, give the offense a couple extra possessions to go three and out with. Uh, I think we might be able to win this one 9-6. to six, So. Wow. Yeah. Like LSU wow, Alabama man. ask. There we go. <laughs> Kay, what do you got? Uh- <laughs> if this was a night game, I would pick. He's mid, wearing uh, his Penn Michigan State. shirt right now. True. Yep. The yep. Alma- I don't. That's I don't actually a Michigan I shirt. Cow, I didn't actually know that was a Michigan shirt. I don't even know why I have this on. <laughs> Are you <laughs> kidding me? That's why. not the kind of saw, energy I, I need. I saw a yellow right now. shirt, and I was like, "Hey, he's wearing his Michigan shirt." And then he lifts it up. It's actually a Michigan <laughs> it's shirt. Really? A I don't Michigan know why. Don't ask me why I have this on. I found it. I was like, "Okay, put it on today." But right, well, who are you picking? Um, I'll go Michigan. There you go. I'm gonna go Michigan for the shirt. Yeah, I'll go Michigan for the shirt. And, uh, if it was a night game, I'd pick Penn State, but I'll go Michigan. I think that could help us. I don't know. I, uh, I, th- I think Penn State wins this game. Uh, Michigan's fake. There's, they they're, are. They're, they're fraud. They're so fake. But yeah. also, this is a game we're going to look back on in like five years and laugh at. Because like, you guys remember when Michigan played Penn State and it was Cade McNamara against Sean Clifford? Like that's We're going to look back and laugh. I'm not going to laugh. At this quarterback matchup. All right. Number eight, Oklahoma. I believe this is big noon Saturday. Number eight, Oklahoma. They are five and a half point favorites at Baylor. Number 13, Baylor. Yeah, uh, I forget. Who died? Oh, man. I don't. I can't remember I who can I picked. I, I'm going to go with Oklahoma, though. I, I, yeah, because like you Baylor. Oklahoma. Yeah, Baylor has impressed me for a long time. And, and then they're. Really solid defense goes in and loses to TCU after they fire Gary Patterson That's true. and allow maybe 30, Gary Patterson was the problem and like allow thirty points and with with that solid defense right and I think that the week before that they allowed like twenty four to to West Virginia as well who West Virginia a talented offense but just hasn't hasn't has been up and down this year so I don't know I, I my love for Baylor's fallen off I'm gonna go with Oklahoma Cam um a week ago I would have picked Baylor but yeah. I'm gonna go Oklahoma as well. Uh, I think they kind of lost. Can't their react a to bit. one result. Can't react to one uh, result. Come on, man. You gotta look at the body of work. Yeah, and yeah, he's still going with Oklahoma. Yeah, and the body of work I'm looking at is uh, Caleb Williams been the best quarterback in college football exactly. since he took over at halftime against Texas. Yeah, uh, five and a half points. Yeah, oh, give me, give me Oklahoma. All right, Miss State at number seventeen, Auburn. You gotta change up the accent. I don't know. <laughs> these these teams have, have turned into Auburn's such a five and a half point like favorite, by the ugly way. football. I, I'm going to go with Auburn. I'll pick Auburn. Camp. I don't know. They find something again. Yeah, Bo Nix like, jukes out seven people, and we see good Bo. Yeah, like yeah. he's so up and down. It's so crazy. Yep. Camp. Will Rogers is a really good quarterback, too. 
He's I'll go Auburn because it's at home. Everyone keeps talking about Will Rogers and how good he is because he set some sort of record in the SEC. He's like number 50 in efficiency in college football. He's fine. He just throws a lot. Auburn's at home. Mississippi State's not very good. Give me Auburn a five and a half. All right. And maybe the, uh, the biggest game of the day, a marquee matchup, number 19 Purdue at number 14 Ohio State. Purdue's already taken down two top five teams this season. Both of those, though, when the Boilermakers were unranked. Yeah, and I, I think they cover uh, because Ohio State, again, you go back and, and look at the past few weeks, they they worry me, man. They, they are not Ohio State just crisp, clean, and beating everybody by 50 points like, like they usually are. Um, so Purdue keeps it within 20, but Ohio State still wins. So I'll, I'll go with Purdue. Uh, I agree. Yeah, I'll go with Purdue too. I think Ohio State will win, but I don't think by 21 points. I don't I don't see that happening. You guys are going against my man David Bell? Yeah. Might be the best wide receiver in college football? Yeah, because Purdue's ranked right now. They're not going to win while they I think that's ranked. a problem. I yeah. do. We said this earlier. Purdue has performance anxiety. If you're looking at them, they can't perform, and everybody's going to be looking at them because it's a top 20 matchup. 21 points, though, is a lot. It's at Ohio State, too, which is just like... That's a lot. Yeah, give me Purdue. All right, number one, Georgia. They are 20-point favorites at Rocky Top. Tennessee, though, and I think it's a bad thing, breaking out the black uniforms for like the second time in four weeks, I think that's, that's a bad sign. I don't know. I think it's – you think it's a bad sign because we know – It's like Scott Cochran said when he was at Alabama and they went to play Georgia and Georgia was wearing the black uniforms. He says they're exactly. wearing black because they're going to a funeral. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and then it was a funeral. So yeah. I don't know, though. I, I think Tennessee is – their offense is going to give Georgia more trouble than they've had – this year Define than anybody more. else, but that's the thing is uh, that that doesn't mean it's going to be a whole lot of trouble. I still think I'm still going to go with Tennessee to cover just like barely. It's going to be like by 19, but they're still going to cover. Like, All right. yeah, Cam, nah, oh, give me Georgia. Um, so I think just the, I, I think it'd be what 38 17. I could see that being the final score. So give me Georgia. I think Georgia covers in this one as well. I, I mean, Tennessee, for as much as people love to talk about their offense, look what happens when they played semi-legit defenses they got beat up pretty bad by florida and alabama held them to 24 points and alabama's defense has not been great this year so yeah give me georgia to cover in that one south carolina is a one-point favorite at missouri can anybody tell me the significance of a south carolina win in this game no way Bowl game. why is there any Bowl oh, eligibility that's okay i was like well, why is there any eligibility for the gamecocks is on the line right here i mean they always got a few more chances to get it but i mean clemson's clemson's still on the schedule there as well so Gamecocks, one-point favorite at Mizzou. Missouri has been reeling lately, and say what you will about old Zeb and the coaching staff there at, at South Carolina. They, they got them playing. They got them playing some football. So give me South Carolina. Yeah, yeah. give me South Carolina. Bazelak is not back, is he? I don't, uh, I don't, I don't so. know about Bazelak. I, I Last I checked, he is not back. But South Carolina is also going to be playing a backup quarterback as well. But this backup quarterback. What? Oh, man, well, that's yeah, right. But this backup quarterback beat Florida. Yeah, but Florida's like – Florida's a broken team. They, they're – it's bad. Like, they don't – like Missouri's not? I don't not? know, man. The, that, I, yeah, the, well, that's South why I picked Carolina. South Carolina, Jay, believe me. But it's just Jason like – Brown, senior, 6'3", 230. Yeah. Give me South Carolina. I think South Carolina yeah. for sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm rocking with Jason Brown and them boys. 
The big fella. Yeah. Them somethings. Look, he, look, I'm trying to pull it. There it is. 14 to 24, 175 yards and two touchdowns against Florida. Come on. Solid. Hey, he threw 28 touchdowns. Good for them. 28 touchdowns, six picks last year. All I right. picked we South played. Carolina. Okay. I want right. to make that clear. Yeah, right? okay. we sounded right. like when we said Zeb wasn't playing, you were trying to back out of it. No, so. no, no, not at all. All right, we got to go through these last four. We got to go through these last four quick. Texas A&M, two and a half point favorites at number 15, Ole Miss. Ole Miss has is, is not impressed me lately. Uh, I thought it was going to turn around, but not against this defense, Texas A&M. Cam? Uh, Ole Miss hasn't impressed me, but I'm taking the Ole Miss, though. Okay. Texas A&M, I think they have the second-best defense in the SEC. I think they have the best running back core in the SEC. All right, number nine, Notre Dame, two-and-a-half-point favorites at Virginia. Earlier in the – Notre Dame. <laughs> no, Notre Dame. No. Uh, at Virginia? Give yep. me Virginia. Yeah, okay. give me Virginia. I like Armstrong. I like the quarterback there. All right. All right, number 16, NC State at number 12, Wake Forest. Yes, this one is actually an ACC game unlike last week's non-conference game against conference opponent North Carolina. Uh, number 16, NC State is a two-point dog on the road at Wake Forest. The college football playoff committee loves NC State. I, I, I don't know. I don't know why they're ranked that high, but either way, give me Wake Forest. Uh, NC State's not going to be able to keep up with them. Yeah, give me Wake Forest. I like NC. I mean, yeah, give me Wake Forest. I like Wake Forest. I like, I like Wake, too. All right, finally, number 25, Arkansas. They are two-and-a-half-point favorites on the road at LSU. Going with LSU with this one. Because, I mean, Arkansas is kind of like that, too. It's just every time this year they get some expectations or anything, they end up falling. So, uh, I don't know. Give me LSU. Uh, uh, give me Arkansas. Razorback, Sam Pittman. Can we take a vote and just vote to, like, just – Always have Arkansas as number twenty-five. <laughs> I feel like that just fits them perfectly. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like it adds a little they bit of spice this to this game. Like, oh, a top twenty-five team, but it's also it's Arkansas. You're like, all right, twenty-five is about perfect. Yeah. And like, while we're there, can we just vote and have like Texas number twenty-three? Texas, yeah, Texas. Like I can see that too because, but I feel like Arkansas should always be in the in the just perma twenty-five. Others receiving votes category, like mm, they always, no, that's Oklahoma State. They, they always no, get like no. Oklahoma State. Oklahoma they always State, get like six votes, but Oklahoma State, Iowa State, Northwestern are the perma other receiving votes teams. Oklahoma State's been a solid like yeah, oh, top fifteen, top twenty State college football program for a long time. Why? Why would you put them in? They're they're in and out all the time. <laughs> In and out of the top ten. I do not know. In and out of the top twenty-five, dog. <laughs> Brandon Whedon hasn't been there in a long time. So, uh, yeah, I don't know who. I don't know. Zach Robinson ain't walking yeah, through that I, door. I'm taking Arkansas in this one. I, I I I feel bad, but Max Johnson stinks at LSU. KJ Jefferson's the better quarterback. I usually rock with a better quarterback. Give me Arkansas in the two and a half covering there. I think they probably went by like fourteen. LSU's been playing better, pretty, man. Then they played. Did they play well last week or did Alabama play bad? They made them play bad. Oh, is that is that is <laughs> that what happened? Of All right, well, that's yeah. a that's a football breakdown from PJ right there. Those SEC great defenses. That's right. We got more to come here on second down after this. I feel like we have a legitimate beef on the show right now. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. I feel like I feel like we have a legitimate beef right now. Cam just rubbing salt in the wounds. I guess not really because they haven't played yet. But Cam rocking a Michigan shirt on the show today. I mean, Cam, I, I'm just going to support PJ here and say uh, we are revoking your Georgia fandom. Let's. Did you yeah, just say yeah. what you said? Yeah, we are revoking. Did, did he just drop a let's go to, uh, khaki pants? Yeah, he did. In no the private pants, chat? Baby. No, we're going to have to. You're going to have to go back to the 
Department of Fan Services and request a new Georgia fan license because I'm rejecting him based off of the display I've seen today. You're proudly wearing a Michigan shirt right now. It's a lot of people that would have beef with me right now if they seen this. <laughs> so, you know, hey, I don't know what made me wear this today. He almost put it. He's trying to show it off even more, man. I'm. You know what? You know what? I got you. Ooh, now like, he's gone. There we go. Now That's, he's gone. It seems, yeah. The, the disrespect. The the stream seems a lot less fraudulent. Yeah. Right now, like fraudulent football. Oh God, oh, there it back. is again. Now we have we got like thirty seconds here. Cool or not that Tennessee is wearing the black uniforms against Georgia? I think it's great. I don't have a problem with it. I think it's lame. I think it's in the marquee cool, matchups, like the traditional rivalries, you wear your traditional uniforms. All right, lame or not, Michigan's wearing maize uniforms at Beaver Stadium. If that happens, that's gross. Like they're, okay, they're, there it is. They're gross altogether. Oh, but No, is. you do it at home to amp up your crowd and all that other stuff, man. I mean, you don't do it on okay. the road. Ah. See how the argument changes to fit his narrative, Cam? You see it? Not at all. I, uh, yeah, I see Good reasons. All right, whatever. Three and out. Up, up next, choices. BJ Bennett, Ben Troop, Kevin Thomas right here on ESPN Radio.